This is your place's call. You're listening to Theatrical Thoughts. I'm Emily Wyra. And I'm Jessica Fight. And today we are joined by Nick Mason. Nick is best known for his time in the touring company of Newsies. Nick, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on today. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you guys? Pretty good. We're filming this on a Monday. I'm definitely a little sleep deprived, but you know. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Yeah, we're we're approaching Thanksgiving break and I feel like everyone is like at the 25th mile of the marathon. It's just like, let's just finish this. Oh yeah. We can get to Thanksgiving already. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to fast for like a solid week just so that I can, just so I can eat as much as I want to on Thanksgiving. That's the plan. That's the plan. Well, we do a big year. We do a big year at the Mason house where we like, oh yeah, we have, I have like 28 people in my family. And so like, me too. We all get together on Thanksgiving and it, it gets big. Like yeah. we have a whole turkey and a ham and we have like all the stuff, like the the sides. Oh gosh, it's bad. And then my mom owns a bakery. So she like, desserts are like, yeah. I don't know how I'm not on my 600 pound life right now. It's <laughs> yeah, don't even. Oh my God. Oh my God. That would be so dangerous for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I'm so passionate about Thanksgiving. People make fun of me all the time because I'm always like, it's my favorite holiday. It's the best holiday. It's all about yeah. food. Like, what's not to love? Oh, mine. Literally, you go eat and then you take a nap and uh, that's it. Like, it's just, it's majestic. I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's, a, it's literally a day about food. You literally wake up in the morning, you start cooking the food, you're surrounded by the food all day until you're, you've ate so much that you got to sleep. So from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, you're surrounded by food. Yeah. See, like it's not that for me because I'm such a picky either. So I'll eat turkey and like pasta. Oh my god. And then that's it. Jesse, I know. Emily makes fun of me all the time for it, but I just it's my favorite holiday just because I get to see all my family. But yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. See, she see. Okay, see, she likes it for like the right reasons. Yeah, but we're like, well, okay. Don't get me wrong. Because of my family, I'm thankful for them. We're like food. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love sending the little like, "Hey, I'm so grateful for you." Text. But what it's really about is my grandmother's pineapple stuffing. That's what it comes down to. Like, oh gosh, so good. That sounds delicious. It's stop. My mouth is watering. I know. All right. Anyway, so we like to kick off our show with our 60 second life story segment. As you know, I'm going to set my good old iPhone stopwatch and you're going to try to give your whole life in 60 seconds. No problem. Are you petrified (laughs) as most people are? (laughs) Okay. Okay. We'll give it a try. I believe in you. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Go for it. Okay. Uh, I was born in Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, I moved to New Hampshire when I was four. I started dancing. When I was two, um, my sister started dancing at a studio and uh, the story goes, I don't remember this because I was two. My mom said that uh, I was dancing in the doorway and the teacher saw me like doing the stuff in the class, but in the doorway and she was like, put him in a class. So from there, that's history. I, I've, I've been dancing for about, oh gosh, I turned 25 this past year. So 23 years I've been dancing. Um, I went to school. Oh, gosh. I went to school in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania uh, for dance. I majored at Point Park University. Um, I had a minor in musical theater. And then a month out of that, I joined Newsies. That was really fun. I did that for a year and a half. Uh, I filmed a movie and then I worked on a Disney Cruise Line. And then I went to, <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm looking at the counter. Um, I, I 
uh, went on Disney Cruise Line. I got injured and then I moved to the city and I w- made it to Broadway and then I got a fire in my apartment and then I moved home. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I like that you ended it, that you um, got a fire in your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that, was- <laughs> that was really chaotic. Wait, but can we talk about the fact that you booked Newsies within a year of graduating? Like, like Yeah. That's- well, th- so it's a long, that's a long story. Because like, okay. well, that, gonna... that started like years before that. Right. Oh my God. That was like, I, I'm like writing everything down to make sure I don't forget anything. That was impressively fast. Oh my God. Yeah. I was just like, you gave me 60 seconds and I'm looking I mean, at the clock. I'm like, I mean, hey, it's <laughs> <laughs> the name of the game. So oh, I Lord. guess let's, let's start. You're two years old. I mean, did, when did you learn to walk, let alone dance? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. My mom said that I was like one of those babies that you could kind of just leave alone. Like I would just entertain myself. And so it seems true. It tracks because it's like me today. If you leave me alone, I'm fine. Timeouts didn't work. Timeouts didn't work. Nick, sit in that corner. Okay, cool. You come back like 20 minutes later. And I'm like, hello. Yeah, like didn't work so i don't know i, I have no idea uh but dancing just i i've been just around it because just because my sister did it um same thing with musical theater it was the same like i most of the stuff growing up it was kind of like a game like i can do it better than you <laughs> and which made my sister resent me <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding we like love each other but she definitely was like why why do you got to do this? Like, this is my thing. I'm like, I like it. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That's too good. I love it. <laughs> so now you studied dance for a really long time and you ended up going to college for dance major and then minoring mm-hmm. in theater. So I guess what was that decision like for you sort of going for dance and then like theater was also like, walk me through that. So, okay. So I had, I kind of stopped doing musical theater my freshman year of high school, I kind of wanted to focus more on dance. Um, and so I started doing these conventions. Uh, and one of them was called the Pulse on Tour. So I went and did that. Um, and while I was there, there was a guy named uh, Desmond Richardson, who is a really famous choreographer and teacher. I love his class. Um, and I had gotten a chance to speak with him after the class and I asked him because he, he, I think I'd run into him with my parents and I was 16 at the time looking for colleges. And he had mentioned, you know, that Point Park has an excellent program. Um, I think it was ranked two in the country at the time, um, which I thought was like, I'm super competitive. So I was like, yes, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to go to that one. Um, And so I, I'd gone and I'd started the year and the way I thought about it was, Oh, I, I can always just take like singing lessons or acting lessons later on. But like, this is, I need this dance training. Like I'm not going to get this anywhere else. And so I decided, you know, I'll, I'll do that. And then after the first semester, uh, I remember newsies had actually come through Pittsburgh and uh, one of the guys that I'd competed against growing up, I still followed him on social media and 
it was Josh Burridge and uh, I saw that he was in town and I was like, dang, like I, I miss doing theater. Like that's fun. And so I decided to go for my minor. I ended up getting it, which I like didn't even use because I like, <laughs> I didn't even get to take any classes. I, I had the minor and I didn't even get to take a class. It was, which is weird, but um, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So then you graduated college and you got Newsies. So I didn't. Us- I did not graduate college. Oh, I okay. went for tell one us- year. Oh, you went for- and then you booked Newsies? Yeah, so I I graduated high school in 2014. I went to college, did that for a year. I finished my first year in like, I think May or no, no, April. Um, and then I came home, I was, I worked at, uh, the local theme park here, like running rides and I was doing local theater and a a call that they were having an audition. Um, and I went down and I ended up booking it within like two weeks. I was out on the road. It was quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I felt like a scared little kitten. (laughs) That is wild. Like I, I don't even have words. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I, like I, I was, I was shocked. I, I couldn't even believe it. I was so I was in the middle of um, I auditioned for a show, and again, this is I tell people like this. I wasn't looking for this at all. Like I, I had my sights set on being like a concert dance. And like, maybe I do some theater if I like wanted to, like, I never thought of myself as an actor. And then that, uh, Justin Huff, who was the casting director sent me an email and I had auditioned for Newsies for three years. Um, before that, like, I think like six or seven times I had auditioned for them and every time they had said no. So I was like, well, you guys kind of sent me the message. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You don't want me. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to audition. And my mom was like, you know what, Nick, like, just go like, it's a weekend. And like, if anything, it's just experience. So I was like, all right, fine. Cool. So I went and I, I remember I had hit a point in the audition, like the callback that I was like, I don't usually make it here. This is really weird. And then I like would get past that again and I'd be like, I'm still here. That's weird. And like, I kept looking at my dad, like, like, you seen this? You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. And then I, I, I think it got down to me and another guy and we had been told at the time that it was just two roles were available. And so I'm looking at this guy like, Oh shit, dude. Like, okay, cool. Like we booked a job and I'm leaving. And I guess he had said that he overheard them talking. They had found someone for one of the other roles. So it was only one role was available. So now I'm going home like, well, well, I made it that far. Okay, cool. That was fun. Like, I, I didn't expect me to get it at all. And then next day I woke up. I think I did 
a lap around my whole neighborhood. Like I was on the phone with the casting director barefoot doing laps around my neighborhood, screaming that I had got a job. It was so, oh gosh, that was so surreal. That was so sweet. That must've been so insane to like, Oh yeah. After well, all that but time. it wasn't planned. That was the thing. It wasn't like, I didn't, again, I didn't look for it. It just kind of fell in my lap. Those are sometimes the best sorts of things when it just sort of serendipitously happens mm-hmm. like that. You gotta love it. Oh yeah. That's amazing. So now you were playing Mush, correct? Yes. So talk me through that character and I guess sort of your approach to that and like the excitement of that role. Um, well, so I, luckily enough, I had gotten to see the show um, when I booked the job. Again, this is all weird, like how the universe works like this, but I booked the job while the tour was in Boston, which is like 30 minutes from my house. And so I was like, what a quinky dink. Like, I'll just, I can just pop in and like get my costume fitting inside my contract, maybe some rehearsals. And so, like, luckily enough, like, the people who ran it, it's Disney, so they, like, are on their stuff. They get you what you need. I had a passport in three days. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't those take a while to get? <laughs> They're like, we're Disney. We're Disney. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I remember I'd gone and seen the show, and I watched uh, Jack Sipple, who did the role before me, um, perform, which was really cool. I got to see the way he did it. Um, but when I gotten into rehearsals, uh, Luke Castro, who is the associate choreographer, um, scariest man on the planet. I love him. He's like this really short Filipino dude and he's so sweet, but he also scares me to my core, like deeply. (laughs) Um, but I remember I would do because I'm very much a, not a copycat, but like I'm a visual learner. So I learn it by watching it. So I would tend to pick up little inflections or things that he would do on stage and I would do them. And Lou would be like, stop doing that. Like you're not Jack playing mush. You're mush. So play it mush. Don't, play it some other way that some other dude did and I was like oh, okay cool so I kind of had to um sit back and do my own research like they they brought in the stage manager to kind of have a talk with me like hey we like to brush everybody up on the history of the show and what it means and we like for you to do your own kind of research so I looked up there's out there was actually a kid named Mush way back in 1899 yeah like uh I, I i can't remember a lot about him he lived in the house um he was one of like i think like the, the first couple newsies that went on strike um but like it was just i learning about what they did helped me find the mindset of like New York City in the middle of summer in 1899. Um, and like I said, like I'm a very visual learner. So I, I, went, I went home and I watched a lot of like period pieces of that time to kind of get a feel of what 
you know, New York was around that time. Um, and we also had a dialect coach, which was great. Um, I needed one terribly because before I had a real, I had like a, not a thick Boston accent, but like New England just has a weird accent in general. We all have different accents, no matter where in New England you are, but it sounds like you're from Boston. And so I'd say a line and you just hear like over the megaphone, like Nick, you're supposed to be from New York, not Boston. And I'm like, I'm saying it <laughs> like, uh, I think a Bostonian would or a New Yorker would. And they're like, no, it sounds like you're from Boston. That dialect coach did not like me. Oh my God. I worked with a dialect coach and I do a British accent. And like, I mean, I definitely don't remember anything, but I was like, Jesse, when was this? <laughs> this was like fourth grade when I was in an off-Broadway show. It was, it, it's been, it's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> what show was that? It was a little princess at the signature theater off Broadway. So okay, very cool. I forget that this happened. <laughs> so, what was the rehearsal process and like learning the dances to the iconic choreo like? Because it's, um, I mean, iconic to say the least. And um, well, it's it's like running a marathon and fighting in the UFC at the same time, um, because it's professional like it's funny because I'm a teacher too like I I teach for a convention called refresh and I had a conversation with the kids not too long ago that the difference between just dancing for fun and doing this for fun and doing it professionally is how you handle pressure and how you handle the workload. And I got a full on lesson that day, like first day of rehearsal, it was full out the whole day. I had to learn, I probably learned the first half of the show in just that day, um, like blocking and, and doing it all like that. Um, that, first day I probably had to learn the whole first half of the show. Um, they taught me the, I had the whole show down by a week. Um, and I had, I had another two weeks left before I had to make my debut. So I, I kind of had like a week to kind of really get the music down. And then I had another week to kind of really get all of it together. Um, and I think I had one run with everybody on stage and then I was on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't they don't they do not mess around they're like hey you're going on this day and you better be ready that's wow so intimidating yeah well it i'm is. curious because i've been dancing all my life and i mean i'm not the kind of person i could learn like one dance at a time but it takes a little while so how do you retain all that information if you're learning 50 different things at once i'm uh, it's, I mean, I, I blame a lot of stuff on my ADD, <laughs> like just anything really physical. I always remembered it. Like if, if I did it, I, I had it in my, in my body. Like I could never forget it. I was, it was, it made my teachers very annoyed when I was younger growing up, like in dance class. Cause they'd be like, I think it was this, this, this. And I'm like, excuse me, miss, it wasn't actually last week you did it this way. And they're like, 
thanks shut up like i don't know i just i can retain dances i can do if you if i this stuff no nah. that's why like the dancing part and like the blocking and all that i wasn't i wasn't really worried about because i pick up on that stuff real quick but it was the like the music i've never been a very confident singer and so to sing in that show you gotta like yeah you gotta like reach for the heavens those harmonies are no joke too like yeah and they wanted me to be a tenor and i was like oh gosh okay cool um nice oh okay yep Uh uh-huh that's you have to say that you have to say that when it's when you get to that level if they say hey nick can you you say yes yes i can doesn't matter if you can or not you'll learn how to do it (laughs) fake it till you make it honestly fake it till you make it i feel like that's the best like you just that's the way to live i mean not you're never gonna know what you're doing 100 we gotta keep going it's there's no i mean like learn from your mistakes and and just move on that's the best way but that's how but that's how i looked at rehearsals was you make a mistake okay next time don't do that for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the way we got to live. I mean, if we dwell too much and we, you know, think that we have to know everything at all times, like we're not going to get anywhere. We just got to go for mm-hmm. it, I guess. But so the, it, it, it kind of, you kind of have to put yourself in that mindset for the rehearsal process. Cause I mean, same thing happened when I did prom. Um, I learned the show, like the revised show. Cause I didn't, I had done the lab and then uh, they brought me back as a swing later on and they changed the show i had to learn it in a day and then i didn't have dress rehearsal with the cast at all they just threw me on they were like you're going they called me they were trying to call me i was on the subway and i get didn't get the phone call i showed up at the theater at half hour like i'm supposed to because you know me i'm like oh, i'm not going on someone like ran down to the stage they're like there you are we've been trying to call you <laughs> Oh, cool. I'm going on. Awesome. Where's my binder? <laughs> oh my God. You immediately start like going through your notes like, okay, cool. Okay. So tell us about that experience. I was and... just about to say, and as a swing too, when you have yeah. so many things. Oh yeah. Things are no joke. Like they're yeah. the backbone well, of the industry. I, I had a, I had an appreciation for them when we did Newsies because our swings covered like 13 tracks. So I was like, you guys are stars, but then I did it. And I was like, wow, I have a whole new respect for you guys. Cause this hurts that hurt my brain. That hurt my brain doing that because it was, I had to know everybody's track and I didn't know which one I was supposed to pull out of my head that night. And so like, luckily I had been going over juices track and he was the one who was out for the week. So they were like, you're going on for juice. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> good, good. If they had said any other name, probably would have ended up in the wrong spot. Yeah, I, yeah. I have never understood how, because even if you're understanding a part, you have to know your part plus that person's track. But if you're a swing, you have to learn like 13 people's tracks, which is, insane not only like where they have to be at all times but well, harmony well, like, oh and everything. and 
Well, that's the thing is like, luckily with prom, it was like, I think five tracks or four tracks that I had to memorize. So it wasn't that many, um, but a lot still, though, I mean, you to learn four different tracks for the show. <laughs> well, and, and I, again, you kind of like, you psych yourself out on stage because you're like, am I in the right spot for this character or am I in the right spot for somebody else's character? And then you're like, Oh God, you start like thinking that you start pulling from like different characters. You're like, Oh gosh, this is terrible. So it's hard. It is hard to like separate and know which ones to like be ready for, but that's, you gotta like, just keep yourself organized. So, and I, we also had a great team there. Um, the, the assistant dance captain was absolutely amazing. Um, she would follow me around when I'd get off stage and be like, okay, this is what's going on next. And like, she would kind of like help me run through the next couple scenes before I would have to go on. So that was nice. Um, and we have a saying on Broadway, shove with love. You know, everybody's, everybody's has a day. So, you know, if, if they're not in the right spot, correct them in character. Yeah, and also, you're one big team. Everyone wants to help you. It's not like everyone oh, yeah. for themselves. So everyone well, just like wants the to thing. be on the best show possible. And as long as as long as everybody is on the same page, then you're good. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it was it was nice. I didn't really have to worry too much about like messing up. That still must be so like. I can't even fathom like just walking up to the stage door and then being like, oh yeah, like you're on today. Hi. Like, that's insane. That must have or been mid show. Right. If like mid show, they're like, oh, you're going on for act two. I'd be like, because what I saw the prom. Oh, that would make me poop myself. Oh yeah, I, I saw the prom and during intermission, they're like, oh, and the role of Emma for the remainder of the performance will be played by. And we're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I thought that was insane. So props to oh, yeah. everyone that does that. Oh yeah. Oh my God. So I'm really curious, you know, we're talking about prom sort of, how did you get involved on that production? And like, you talked about the lab a little bit too. So sort of what was your progression with that? Yeah. Um, so I remember in, uh, it was probably like October of 20. 17. Um, I had just gotten back to the city from um, recovering from knee surgery. And I was like, not, I was like going to auditions, but I still kind of felt like a little weird. Like my knee just wasn't the same still. Um, and so I kind of said, like, I'm going to take a break from auditioning for a little bit just to like keep focusing on healing up and, you know, maybe. And then I saw a thing about prom was having an audition and I was like, okay, cool. So I, I had seen a bunch of my friends were talking about it and they were going to go. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll do this one. Why not? And it, it kind of felt like Newsies was like, I kept getting past parts in the callbacks that I don't usually get past. And I'm like, this is weird. And then I got to, I think, I think it was, I, we, the first audition was probably in November, like beginning of November. Uh, I had come home for a weekend and I got the call saying that I'd gotten like a callback for like the next day. So I had to come back early, do the callback, got through that again, 
they waited about a week and then they brought us in again for another callback. This time it was with like Casey Nicola, the director and like, like all the executives and like, so it was like, again, it was, it kind of felt like newsies. Like I was getting to these parts, like, Oh, I don't, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> um, but then I think probably two weeks later, uh, I, they sent me the email, um, saying I booked prom or like I booked the lab. So I did the lab for about a month in January, which that's pretty much they're showing the producers the show. Like they're just kind of being like, this is what we have. This is what your money is being put into. <laughs> um, and then usually if they like it, they'll keep funding it. If they don't, they'll dip. Um, so it was cool. I got to like see them really finish the show. Um, just because like they had already done and, and out of town in Atlanta. So they kind of already had a, a structure of the show. They were just fine tuning stuff and cutting stuff or adding. And so it was cool. I got to be a part of that. Like I got to see them build the show, build the prom. It was cool. I was just about to make that reference and that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, just waiting great. for the moment. I was just like, I, I you beat me to it. That's, <laughs> that's so, great. <laughs> I guess. So you moved on to Broadway with the show, correct? I did not actually. So um, they, uh, they had come back. My agent had said, you know, like they are going to move on without you, uh, which was devastating. Um, and I remember I, I was really upset about it. My mom was like, I'd called my mom and she was like, okay, you get today to be upset. She was like, after today, you don't get to be upset about this. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, because tomorrow you're going to get up and you're going to go for another audition or you're going to go for a class or this is not the end of it. And I was like, you're right. So I had my little 30 minute crying session in my room, screamed into my pillow real quick. And then flash forward, like, probably like three, four months. Um, they're getting ready to have their opening night. I had emailed Casey Nicola just to, you know, say congratulations on the show. And like, thank you for the opportunity that you gave me just, just being nice. Like that's something that I feel like is lost on some of this community is being nice without like looking for anything in return. It's just being nice. Like, and so I, all I wanted to do is just say thank you for giving me the opportunity that you did. And he was nice enough to be like, hey, um, like, why don't you come to opening night? I'm sure everybody would love to see you. So I got to come see everybody on opening night. That was awesome. It was bad, though. I was in front row and I, uh, I did catch myself singing the songs out loud, uh, really loudly. Um, like I, cause I remember my harmony. I was, I, you don't forget that stuff. I, I like, so I remember like probably twice the woman next to me was like, like tugged on my shirt and was like, please stop singing. I came to see them. And I was like, you're right. You're right. Sorry. 
really sorry. Uh, and so after that, literally like probably two days after that, um, one of the guys from the show, Fresnel, who I was still good buddies with, was uh, rooming with me. And he had said like, hey, just to let you know, I spoke to Casey and he wanted me to tell you that you should probably get into shape because like he's probably going to call you in like January or February for something. And I was like, okay, cool. So I did that. I got into ridiculous shape and he called me, no joke. He was right. Called me in February um, and was like, Hey man, like we want you to be a vacation swing if you can. And I was like, um, if I can, <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yes i will do that yes like oh um, let me check my then, calendar i'll pencil it in maybe sort of yeah like <laughs> oh Ugh, let me check no like yes i'm gonna take it um so yeah and then i got to make my broadway debut with prom which was awesome i i i couldn't have asked for a better like company to make it with and it was a fun process. That, I mean, must have been such a wild roller coaster of a journey, but it's so cool that it sort of got to have that moment, right? It be. That's this world, though, I've found. Like, this theater world is very much a roller coaster. It's, you got, but you got to be willing to take the downs with the ups. It's got to be worth That's it, or else why do it? That is very true. So now circling back to Newsies, mm -hmm. we forgot to mention that you were part of a little project that you filmed the pro shot of it. Like I what? You filmed the pro shot? Oh yeah. So tell us about that. Cause that was insane. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, so we, okay. So we found out, um, it was really funny. We found out while we were in Costa Mesa, which is like an hour from LA. So like, it was funny. We were going to be coming back there in like nine months to do the movie. And they like told us then. Um, and it was really funny. They called us in, but none of the leads were there. Like uh, Joey Barrero, Stephen Langton, uh, Morgan Keene. Uh, uh, who else was, I can't remember the leads they weren't there um and we there was like executives from disney that were there and we we're like oh god they're gonna give us our closing notice like man and then they go hey guys so nothing leaves this room and we're like oh great <laughs> like again leading up like oh great we're getting we're getting the can and they're like we're going to film the show. And we were like, I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? They're like, yeah, we're going to film it. It's going to be like, they told us all about it. Like they're going to do like a professional filming. We were like, oh gosh. Like, and we didn't really know what to expect until we got there. And then, um, because the first week, because we were there for two weeks and, at the Pantages, the first week was shows and rehearsals. And then the second week was all filming. 
And we, again, we didn't really know what to expect until the second week we walked in on Monday and it was like, a whole, they had completely changed the Pantages. Like there was like cranes and like, it felt like we were on a movie set that like one of those like really old time, like I felt like I was in like a West Side Story type movie set because I had this big old backdrop with like the towers and stuff. Oh, it was so cool. Um, and then that process was just insane. I mean, cause you, you have to dial everything back because it's film when you're on stage, you have to, they tell you, you gotta be too big cause you gotta project to the back wall and like the back row. Right. But on screen it's, it's, you're so close. So you have to like dial everything back. So they had, they, you know, you have to worry about that. Plus they're adding people to the show. So you have to like, now you have to worry about the new bodies that are in the number that you know, but you're not used to them being like the extra people being there. Like it was, it was a tough process, but it was so fun. Um, and there's actually a really funny moment that I don't know if people catch, but, uh, and this was me. I made a mistake. Hello, Disney. I'm really sorry about this. I definitely, I definitely goofed. And I got yelled at that day. So you know what? Don't dock my pay. Okay. Um, uh, it was in between right before medicine. I'm supposed to be a newsie. Or sorry, uh, right after the medicine, I'm supposed to be a newsie. And um, I didn't know that we were going back and redoing the medicine. So there's a definitely, there's a, there's a part when Meta comes out and then you see my character bring out the side and I swing it around. I'm in my Meta costume when I bring it out. And then when it cuts, I'm in my Newsy costume. And then it cuts again and I'm in my Meta costume. And I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh. <laughs> I was, I wondered if that was going to make it in the film and it did. And I'm really oh happy Oh my it God. So okay, you, Emily, as soon as this is over, we are going to look I was for just that. Gonna say, I'm yeah, gonna like just that, that scene. Just go look for that scene. I'm in two separate costumes. And it's and I and I got my I got my ass chewed out so hard for that. I'm sure. I mean, it's Disney. That must have been a really fun day for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and it was also at the end of the day, so I'm all tired. And I was like, yeah. at that point, I was like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I, I guess not. Mush snuck into the the Bowery, I guess. Who knows? He just rolled up. I mean, hey, it happened. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> he likes shows. Gosh. Big theater fan over there. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh my God. So I guess what was the most sort of surprising part about filming a pro shot? I'd say that that's a pretty unique experience. I mean, we're starting to see a little bit more of it now, but definitely not. Um, the most shocking thing I think would be how well they're put together now like because you think of pro shots from i would say before newsies i would guess i mean i didn't really know any shows other than newsies before us doing anything like it um it or if they did it was like you got the view from the back of the house and then you got one from like the front right and then the front left and that was it like there was, you never felt like you were in the scene. And I remember we had, um, 
that part in once and for all when we're tossing the bundles and I had a guy like right where I'm supposed to be throwing my bundle. And I'm like, Oh shit. They're really, they're getting every angle. Like they're really going to make, the, and then, you know, you see, you watch it on the side on the monitors when you're not on the scene and you're watching them and you're like, this looks like a whole other world. It felt completely different. And I had been doing the show for about like a year and like two months, three months at that time. So like the show gets dry a little at parts and like doing that just kind of, I, you could feel it in the whole cast. It just reinvigorated us for the last like month that we had left on tour. Like you could really tell like a, there was a shift in the attitude, like post filming, like we did not lose our, if anything, it got better. I love that. I got to say the pro shot of Newsies, that was like my world for a while. And like just watching that production, I mean, it, it really was the first of its kind to like film it like that. And you inspired a lot of theater kids. So good work to you guys for all the work on that. Thanks. Thank you guys. If it weren't for you guys, honestly, the show wouldn't have been filmed. So well, I'm thank glad you. I love that pro shot. I watch it a lot <laughs> more than I should. Uh, so one of the things that you have um, been working on, you remember, um, you mentioned your the dance company that you work with, um, the dance convention that you work uh, with. Yeah. So what has that uh, yeah, refresh. been like? Refresh, yeah. What has that experience been like? And sort of like, what's your role in that? Um, so my role is I'm a musical theater faculty teacher for them. Um, we go around the country to different cities and we put on dance, uh, dance convention. Um, we have about, probably five or six faculty members each weekend. Um, you get everything from musical theater, jazz, funk, uh, hip hop, fusion, contemporary, like you get everything. Um, and then we also have a competition uh, on the first night um, that we hand out scholarships for the following year. And uh, this past year, we actually started doing something new with our uh our bringing up program we call them squad um where the faculty will pick kids out from the classes that we teach that we see potential in um whether that be in skill or whether that be in just in general ability to take correction or like because i i'll pick somebody based on how they're approaching my class because I do a theater class. So if you're not acting, I'm not going to pick you. So like, it's cool. Like we get to uh, show these newcomers, like, and we get to help them get ready for working professionally if this is what they want to do. Um, and it's just been a really cool experience. Um, this is my third year doing it. Um, and next year will be my fourth, uh, which will be really cool. We just added, I think four, three or four, or we might be, I don't know. It's kind of still on the table uh, that we're going to add some more cities, um, which will be cool. So maybe hopefully coming to the East coast and then uh, to the West coast, which will be cool. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. It's just, it's, it's honestly like the name suggests it's refreshing. Um, it's not like a lot of dance conventions that I've gone to in the past. Um, 
the faculty is very welcoming and they're very helpful yet down to business like we're here to train you and we're here to make you better and we can have fun with that but not at the expense of your training and so I think we have a really good group of faculty there and the um, production team there that runs it. Um, Andrea, she runs the, the whole convention. She is an absolute rock star. Um, she, you can tell like she really cares about the, the kids and you know um, where they're going, not just what's happening right now for them. Like she's thinking five years, 10 years in the future for like what these kids are gonna have to deal with. That's amazing. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. My dad just called me. (laughs) Zoom is probably. Yeah. Zoom something else. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Why does this keep happening? (laughs) You know what? This is like, this is about, this is about to be on the podcast. (laughs) It's all good. Technology is great when it works. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome to the Mason House. We're getting the I'm real- on a podcast. I know, that's why I stopped. I forgot. All right, cool. Cool, Kimasabi. Hey, by the way. I can't. Anyway. You guys were saying? I'm doing a podcast right now. Well, with that, I guess just kind of wrapping up, now that everything's starting to go back to normal and the return of Broadway and live theater, what are you most excited about? Um, Performing. Just performing. I miss that. I miss live entertainment. I'm not going to say theater because there's more than just theater. It's singing, like concerts need to start coming back more. Dance competitions need to start coming back more. Um, Live shows need to start coming back more. And I I mean, I I have a very unpopular opinion about all this stuff. I'm not going to like get too deep into it, but I think it's time that we all just get back to normal. Yeah. Well, we're on our way there. And trust me, we felt the same way about performing. So yeah, it's so so nice to start seeing some more normalcy coming back and some for the future of it all. It's going to be really exciting. That is. All right. Well, Nick, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. It's been so cool getting to hear all your insight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I apologize for the interruption, but you know, family's family. Hey, power of Zoom is true that. That's where we're at. And to connect with Nick on Instagram, follow at underscore Nick underscore Mason to keep up to date on his latest projects. Be sure to follow Theatrical Thoughts at Theatrical Thoughts Podcast on Instagram as well. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.